Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron, and I am grateful you are here with me. So this episode is airing on March 2nd, and for about a week now, we have been watching what has been unfolding with Russia and Ukraine, and it's heartbreaking to watch. It's horrific. It's it's scary, it's unnerving, and it absolutely, without a doubt, is uncertain as to what is happening. I'm hoping by the time this podcast airs that there has been some resolve and there's peace, but I have no idea if that's going to be happening or not. I'm recording this on Sunday prior to Wednesday, But I was already planning on recording the topic for this week, and it's just so relevant based on what's going on. So the topic for today is navigating uncertainty. And before we dive in, I just want to say my heart breaks for all of the people in Ukraine, the stories, the humanity that I'm seeing come out, the strength of the Ukrainians is absolutely incredible and undeniable. And I'm actually going to be speaking in the podcast about how Vladimir Zelensky is showing up as a leader because he most definitely has never experienced anything like this before as a leader. And he is navigating tremendous uncertainty. So we're definitely going to be talking about his leadership and how he's navigating through this really difficult situation. So as I mentioned, the topic today is navigating uncertainty. And the reality is, since the beginning of time, we as human beings have had to deal with uncertainty. It's always been there for us, but never more so than the world we live in today. And we've all dealt with so much uncertainty, especially the last few years, whether it's about COVID, whether it's the Delta variant of COVID, things are starting to get better, and then Omicron hits, whether it's changes in your family, it could be because of COVID, changes at work have happened, maybe you've had to let go of some people, maybe you are leading remotely now. Uh, Maybe it's the economy. We look at the inflation that's happening today. Look at interest rates rising. We look at your finances and how that affects your own finances and the changing dynamics there. Or maybe you have your own business and maybe COVID hit your business hard. I have several clients who were in the hospitality industry and their business got hit so hard. On the flip side, I've had other companies that have been thriving during COVID. 
And I've worked with a COVID testing company and their business obviously has been thriving. They've found a need and filled that need and they've been doing really well. But still the uncertainty of how to build that business and do it really quickly to meet the need has been unprecedented in terms of the uncertainty that goes along with it. And the reality is, as human beings, our brains are wired to look for patterns so that we can make plans on a future that we can predict. And what happens is studies have shown that when we don't have the ability to predict what's going on, it triggers deep anxiety and deep stress. I know so many of my clients, my friends, my family members, and even myself and my kids have experienced anxiety and stress during the last two and a half years that we've all been dealing with COVID and the effects of that. And what can happen is when you are overwhelmed with stress and anxiety, it can really leave you feeling powerless and overwhelmed. And it can also frustrate you because you feel like you don't have any direction in your life. So the question is, is what can we do and how can we navigate uncertainty to the best of our ability? So today on the podcast, I'm going to be sharing some insights and suggestions on how to build our confidence in making decisions amid all of this chaos, and at the same time, hopefully reducing some of the anxiety and the stress that we're all feeling. So today I'm going to be talking about how you can navigate uncertainty for yourself, and then also how you can navigate uncertainty as a leader. And as I always share, being a leader is being a leader in every aspect of your life. So it's being a leader at work, it's being a leader in your home, to your children, in your community, to your friends, to your family. It's being a leader in every aspect. So I want to anchor our conversation about uncertainty and change in this concept called VUCA. VUCA is an acronym, and it's composed of four terms, volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And interestingly enough, kind of full circle, it was a term of the American military, and it was first described in 1985 by economist and university professor Warren Bennis and Bert Nannis in their book called Leaders, The Strategies for Taking Charge. And what it did is in the early 90s, uh, VUCA was the U.S. Army War College's response to the collapse of the USSR. And with the demise of the Eastern Bloc as the one enemy, the, the challenge for them was to find and implement new ways of seeing and responding under conditions of volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and ambiguity. And so this term was coined. And it also expanded into um, organizational behavior and leadership. And what it really does is it describes changing conditions in the environment. If you think about the last two to three years, I mean, we've, we're always changing, but it just seems now as technology has been accelerating so rapidly 
things are changing so quickly. And then you add COVID on top of everything else. And now Ukraine. And, you know, people are worried about, is this going to be World War III? And what's going to happen? And am I safe? And how can I help? And what do I do? And how do I show up tomorrow morning, Monday morning, as a leader with confidence and agility and the ability to answer questions? And if you're Vladimir Zelensky, how do you show up and lead a country when you have no idea what is going on and what the next steps are going to be by Putin? So first, let's talk about each of the letters in the acronym VUCA. So volatile really is acknowledging that change is volatile and it's uncontrollable. And it's also something that we as humans aren't used to and we aren't built to necessarily respond to very well. Our brain is wired to keep us safe and typically change in our early days as humans wasn't super safe. So our body tried to keep us from exploring too much. And so if we walked outside and we saw a saber-toothed tiger and a rainbow, we have a negativity bias. And so sometimes change can seem negative to us. And it's unpredictable, which makes it uncontrollable. And so for all my listeners who are my hyper-achieving, get it all done, check everything off the list, kind of people, this can be a problem because it's so volatile that we feel like we're losing control. So just keep that in mind as we talk about further into how we manage ourselves through VUCA times. The U is around uncertain. This means that the future is unpredictable and which makes it difficult to prepare for and difficult to plan ahead. And I know in my corporate life, we were always planning ahead. We, we made yearly plans. We made quarterly plans. And then those turned into monthly plans and weekly plans. But in an ever-changing world, when, you know, overlay COVID, overlay war, if you're in the Ukraine, how can you make plans when everything is so uncertain? So it just becomes really, really difficult. The C is for complex. And this is when... Things are so complex. There's so many moving parts and there's so many moving pieces that decisions don't come easy. And this is where it can leave us feeling chaotic. We can feel confused. And in this situation, when things are complex, we're always out of our comfort zone because we really don't have an opportunity to bring best practices because old habits or old patterns that we used to recognize might not necessarily serve us well when things are really complex. And then ambiguity. I I think this is also really difficult for people because what happens in ambiguity is things seem fuzzy. We don't have all the answers. We we, We don't have a clear path forward and we really lack clarity. And often we don't even know how to start to solve the problem because we just don't have enough information or input for us to make decisions that we feel comfortable and confident in making. Okay, so I've outlined what VUCA means and given you a little bit of context. 
And what I invite you to do is I invite you to think about what is happening in your life right now that falls under the umbrella of VUCA. What are you navigating? What is uncertain for you right now? And maybe take a moment and write that down. And you may have trouble thinking about it, but I guarantee you there's something there for you that you're navigating. And it's probably taking up a lot of energy for you that you might not even be aware of. Or on the other hand, maybe you're clearly aware of what you're navigating right now. I also invite you to write that down because sometimes we leave these things in our heads and just the act of writing them down can provide such a sense of relief. So I invite you to pause the podcast and write that down. Okay, now you've had a few minutes to be really clear on what is going on for you right now with regard to uncertainty. And I'm going to give you three steps on how to handle this from an individual perspective. So the first step is look at your list and notice how you're feeling. So many of us have a hard time expressing our emotions and it doesn't always come naturally for us. Some of it depends on how we were raised and whether or not we were able and provided a safe space to talk about our emotions. But the greatest thing ever that you can Google is you can Google feeling words. And if you're someone that has a hard time capturing your feelings, I invite you to do that because it can be really helpful. So this first step, notice how you're feeling. And also notice where is it in your body? Are you holding pressure in your neck? Do you feel it in your stomach? Maybe you have tightness in your legs or your hands, or maybe you're getting headaches. You know, what is happening to you physically that is a manifestation of most likely stress? So just notice that. And then label that emotion. It might be fear. It might be anger. It might be sadness. It might be anticipation. It might be uncertainty. It might even be excitement. But get really clear about how you're feeling about this uncertainty. And the second step is grounding yourself with your strengths and your values. And while this sounds like an easy step number two, this might take you a little bit longer than writing down your feeling words. It's going to take you some time potentially to figure out your values and figure out your strengths. And sometimes our strengths are really hard for us to get in touch with because they're the things that come easiest for us. But what I invite you to think about if you don't know what your strengths are is one, you could always work with a coach to understand and really connect with your values and your strengths. But two, think about what people praise you for. Think about what your friends tell you that you're good at. Because sometimes we just have difficulty acknowledging those things for ourselves. So think about your values and your strengths. And the reason why this is so important as we're navigating uncertainty is because When we're navigating uncertainty, we don't have a clear path forward. So the doing part of who we are isn't very clear. We've never been in this position before. That's when the being part of who we are 
connecting to our values, connecting to our strengths is more important than ever. So this is a great example of when I think about President Zelensky right now in Ukraine. He's never been through this before. He doesn't have a clear path forward. But what is clearly happening and what is so compelling about him as a leader right now is who he's being as a leader. I mean, he is incredible. He is showing up brave. He's showing up strong, determined, dedicated, and completely fearless. Now, he may be feeling fear inside, but the way he's showing up to the world is that he's fearless. I mean, he essentially is fighting against a world superpower. And he is doing it with such confidence and such courageousness. And that is how he is showing up, not only for himself, but for his people. And the third step to help you develop your personal awareness around how you handle and navigate through uncertainty is once you've identified how you're feeling, you've named those feelings and you're really clear about them, making sure that you are communicating with authenticity. And this goes to both your verbal and your nonverbal communication skills. So I'm going to go back to President Zelensky because I think he is such a great role model for what I'm trying to illuminate. And that is in the very beginning when Russia first started attacking Ukraine, he called every major world leader and said, I need your help. He didn't pretend to have all the answers He was reaching out to different countries for help and assistance. And yet, in the next day or so, he was communicating very strongly and very courageously that he was standing his ground and that he was there and he wasn't going to leave and he wasn't going to flee the country. So, you know, in one moment, you can communicate as a leader with fear or uncertainty yourself, but you can also communicate with confidence And vacillating between those is completely appropriate and acceptable. I think if any of us walked in as a leader during COVID and acted as if we knew what the heck was going on and we had all the answers, I mean, people would call us out on our BS. And people can read through that. So many times we think as leaders, we have to have all the answers or even with our colleagues, we have to know everything. But when we don't know People know. So for us to feel more comfortable and confident, it's really important that we understand how we are reacting to uncertainty, whether it's at work or whether it's at home with our family and our kids. And so again, the three steps are notice how you're feeling and label your emotions, ground yourself with your strengths and your values, and communicate with authenticity, both your verbal and nonverbal communication skills. And so now that you're really clear about your own personal awareness on how you're navigating uncertainty, now it's time to talk about how do we show up as strong leaders for our teams during these uncertain times? So first and foremost, it is vital for us to have a compelling vision and be really clear on our values so we can communicate that to our people. It enables them to have focus when times are tough. The values also enable them to make decisions in times of uncertainty. How does this align with our values as an organization? 
And it's also important to talk about personal values and how those values line up to the organizational values. So as a leader, it's vital that you're talking about the personal values that you want on a team, as well as how those ladder up to the organizational values. The second step is meet uncertainty with understanding. During uncertain times, as a leader, your listening skills and your curiosity skills are your two most valuable skills that you will offer your team and your organization. When we can be curious and just check in on people, especially when people are working remotely, how are you? How are you doing? Now, really, how are you? Those are some of the most important calls we can make as leaders. And also listening, listening to what's being said, but also listening to what's not being said and probing in further about that. And when I talk about being curious, I'm not only talking about being curious about what's going on with your individual team members, but I'm also talking about being curious as to what's going on in the industry when there's so much uncertainty and upheaval and COVID and everything else happening it can be really hard to have a solid foundation. And so being curious about what's happening in your industry, what are competitors doing? How are they changing their marketing or their sales or their product development? And also looking outside of your industry, what are other industries doing? What are macro trends and even micro trends that you can look at from an industry perspective and capitalize on for your own organization? And this broader macro knowledge actually gives you a fairly solid foundation when things are fairly uncertain. And it also gives you a foundation in which you can react more quickly from. So again, when times are kind of out of control, it gives you a feeling and a sense of control because you can start to get your footing. Now, the next thing that you can do is react to complexity with clarity. And more so not about decision-making, but around communication. Be really clear when you expect teams and maybe teams from different cross-functional areas to be working together to solve these complex problems and to be navigating through this uncertainty. And what is so vital, especially during times of uncertainty, is that you have diversity on your teams. And I'm talking about diversity in every aspect. It is absolutely imperative when you're solving complex problems. And not only is it good business, it's just the right thing to do. And this last step, which might be really hard for you micromanagers that are listening to me, is you have to fight ambiguity with agility. And what this means is as a leader, you absolutely have to let go of control. There's a framework, and it's by David Snowden, and it's called the Kinevin Framework. And it talks about how to lead during times that are both predictable and unpredictable, as well as complex, chaotic, complicated, and even obvious. So it's a great framework. I invite you to go look it up if you get a chance. But essentially, the point I want to make about the Kinevin Framework is that When things are unpredictable and chaotic, which I think that uh, (laughs) I think that fits right now, um, there are no patterns to rely on. 
So we can't use our previous experience as leaders to help our team along. And all we can do is stabilize. And this can be so hard for us as leaders, especially high achieving performers, to think that the whole goal is just to stabilize. But that's it. And I think this is where, as leaders, we can also take so much undue pressure off of ourselves because the goal just might be to keep the doors open and just might be to stabilize the organization so we don't have to let any more people go. And how we do this is creating an environment on our team where we're doing what we call safe-to-fail experiments. We are giving people the autonomy, the empowerment, the decision-making ability to experiment, to try new things. And what this also means is investing in your people's skills, helping them develop critical thinking skills, helping them develop leadership skills if they're newly appointed leaders and they haven't had formalized training, helping them with courses, helping them with public speaking, helping them with their executive presence. And this is where it can be really valuable to bring in a coach or leadership development for your leaders, supporting them, coaching them, and guiding them with those critical skills that they need to be leaders. And especially during the times right now where the talent market is so difficult, professional development is a huge factor in what makes people stay and feel dedicated and feel supported in an organization. And it's often in the determining factor of why they won't leave an organization because they feel supported. So if this is something that you and your organization are considering, reach out to me. Um, We would love to talk to you about the workshops and training programs and our leadership lab experiences that we have that really bring teams together. They create community, which is what so many, not only us as individuals, but so many teams are really craving is this community. And we're experts at developing that within organizations through our programs. So I hope you found this helpful today on how to navigate uncertainty, both for yourself and for your leadership. And I look forward to seeing you back here next week. Take care and bye for now. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Lead Your Life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now.